Daddy, yeah, pull it, yes. But then you just deal with it. I mean, you'd be hearing it anyways, unless you're doing like silent disco fucking. Dick pic, boom. <laughs> Pump it and dump it. Wait, didn't we match on Tinder? We did match on Tinder, <laughs> like multiple times. Hello. <laughs> Introducing Hard and Soft Shorts. Shorts. Sports. <laughs> Oh, basketball shorts. Ooh, I love basketball shorts. Yeah. My main type of shorts, though, are the kind of ones that go over my knees. Ooh, I like the ones that go above my knees. <gasps> Short shorts. Yeah, it's like mask, but not. <laughs> <laughs> shorts are going to be Hard and Soft's 5 to 15 minute episodes on really quick, rapid fire topics that we want you to hear. We really want listeners to come in. We want them to come and speak to us. So these will be the perfect opportunity for us to get you involved. So reach out to us. At multimedia at dailycal.org. Or just add me on Facebook. Yeah, slide into Chris's DMs. I love that. Or his Grindr messages. Oh, that happens too much. Actually, don't do it there. <laughs> Tinder messages. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Jacked? No, I'm not on that. <laughs> oh, no. Let's cut that. <laughs> so today's episode is about me and Josh's disagreements because we can't fucking get along on anything. We're going to start off with music during sex. I don't like it. I love it. Why do you love it, Josh? Because I like the sound of noise, like <laughs> that kind of noise, in addition to whatever indie bullshit that I have on my playlist. Disgusting. Can you name a couple examples of songs? Oh, um, I really like this song by this band called Rye. It's called Open. It starts off like sensual and there's strings involved and it feels very, it feels like you're making out on a, on a rose bed. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> All right, at that. Um, the other one that I really like is uh, "By Your Side" by Sade. I love Sade, but not while I'm like doing the dirty. <laughs> I love her though; she deserves better. She does deserve better. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the thing is, I don't like music during sex because I just want to hear the straight up noises and nothing else. Like, I don't give a fuck if other people can hear it. But that's so uncomfortable. What if they have bad noises? What if it's not sexy? And then you just deal with it. I mean, you'd be hearing it anyways unless you're doing like silent disco fucking. That's why you can just focus on the <laughs> focus on Sade versus your partner who makes egregious noises. Then I'll make enough noise for the both of us. Oh, like that's I the difference. <laughs> I love noises. Like I love just being like. Uh, daddy, yeah, pull it, yes. I'm the, I'm the strong silent type. No, do not say shit. So unless unless it's really good, right? I'll be like, I won't say anything because what the fuck? I just I never feel the need to. It's just fun to focus on the music. I think the thing is for me, it ties into my love language because I really like hearing people affirming the experience. Like I like people saying, ooh, this is the bomb or being like, oh yeah, because I know that they're probably <laughs> enjoying it. See, in my head, I think that if they come, they're going to enjoy it. I don't need love. I don't need Girl. It's nice, right? It's like the cherry on top of a great sexual experience. But if they come and it's really fun, I don't need to hear it. <laughs> you don't need to hear it. You just need to see it. Yeah, I just want to see the receipts. <laughs> <laughs> the billion unborn baby receipt. <gasps> <laughs> Take that to Donald Trump. <laughs> A billion unborn babies, please. <laughs> the love languages are just different ways of communication between you and your partner, the ways in which you can manifest your love for that person. It can be verbal, it can be through gifts, it can be through touch, and there are a bunch of different ones, and it is different for every person, it's different for every relationship, and it takes a long time to figure it out, but 
you can Google it and take a quiz and see which one most aligns with you. But is there one on BuzzFeed? Probably. <laughs> Google it and tell us what you are. Yeah. Here, send us send us some emails. But Josh and I are both words of affirmation. I think it's because we're both narcissists. It's true. I really like affirmations. I, not necessarily during sex, right? But I just like having nice things being said to me. How does that come about? Like, if it's not during sex, what form do you like your affirmations to be? You know, just once in a while out of the blue. I really like it when my partner would say, like, I really like you. Or, you know, just simple messages like that. Like, I think you're great. Like, even if it's just dumb, like, oh, I like the way your hair looks today. They're just nice and it's just really refreshing to hear especially because i don't like i have days where i just don't want to feel myself so it's just nice when other people feel you like for you for you yeah on my behalf (laughs) (laughs) i mean that is sweet i mean it's not that i wouldn't like that yeah you know i like that too Mm -hmm. it just doesn't happen no one's ever like oh you look bomb really i mean my friends do it like that is honestly the biggest strength for me is like my friends affirming me like my friends are my fucking support system they deal with my garbage and And that counts as love language love language isn't just between you and your lover no that's totally totally true i completely agree um but then i also like it during sex too like that's Mm -hmm. i think where it is the most valuable for me when it's in like a with a partner's kind of a vibe like i love it with my friends like i'm not gonna fuck them whatever but like when i'm doing it with someone i'm sexually attracted to and they're affirming the sexual experience i'm like thank god because the biggest (laughs) insecurity for me is like i'm not bomb enough for them in bed and i feel like for me a lot of relationships start off with that initial attraction like do you want that or not if the if they're not telling you that the dick isn't bomb then you just feel like it's not Okay, what's the next one? The next one is... Oh, up next, putting out on the first date. Honestly, that's my hobby. (laughs) Put that on your resume. (laughs) It's under interests and skills. (laughs) Um, I don't know. I feel like a lot of my first dates lead to sex. I'm not even the one that asks for it. I'm not like, let's go. But it's like something that just kind of has been talked about beforehand, and it just happens. Is this like the natural progression of the date? Or is it sort of... an expected thing is it like when you go on tinder and or grinder you're like do you want to bone on the first date you know it's both it like sometimes it naturally happens but most of the time it's been talked about beforehand i'm not someone that's like good at natural flirting i'm actually really fucking awkward so i'm never like hey like want to come back to my place (laughs) (laughs) but it's something that we've talked about beforehand is like oh yeah like i'm into that too and then it ends up being like oh do you want to just hook up or go on a date and i'm always like how about both and then that's what happens <laughs> it's like that tv ad for the porque no los dos <laughs> for taco shells for taco shells that like stand taco on their own shells sex on a date same, same shit. thing <laughs> and just as satisfying too i know so crunchy and good i i can't do sex on the first date Why? i've i've tried right i've gone on tinder dates and they've been They've led to us going back to their place and relying on the bed, and it's very sensual. Mm. But just, it never happens. The closest I've ever gotten was over the pants action, where our shirts are off, our pants are off, but our underwear is still intact. And that, when that happened, I just, I never <laughs> felt like I could... Underwear intact? It's literally like the slightest, like, sheer cloth separating your penises. Yeah, but I think at that point I just get tired. It's like one in the morning and I just want to go to bed. So when that happened, I just spent the night without doing anything. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. I I honestly wish I could do that more. (laughs) It's not like I'm like, we have to fuck. Like, (laughs) 
it's like that's what happens and it's not like it's me saying that i think i'm just an old man i think i'm like a 45 year old man trapped in like a 20 year old man's body i just can't put out after like 12 o'clock it just Uh doesn't feel right just an old soul yeah it's like cinderella but with sex (laughs) (laughs) once the other slipper falls i'm done oh babe (laughs) wait so do you like sleeping over at people's places oh i love it i fucking hate it so why i hate it i hate it hate it hate it what's the what's to hate you see another person's view you get to sleep in a comfy ass bed in different sheets and if you don't bring clothes they'll let you borrow a fucking pair of pajamas or like a t-shirt and that's so much fun okay but the thing is when i sleep like i need that whole fucking bed like you need to be gone by 12.30 and I need to be in my bed by 12.31 <laughs> with a full reign of my domain. I just like can't sleep with other people. I hate cuddling because then I get sweaty. I, I like cuddling but not all night and I, I don't know. I just don't like it. When you spend a night with somebody else I've learned you have to have you have to put out your very thin sheets so it just like feels like you have a blanket on but the body warmth the body heat gets transferred and it feels so nice. Mm. You wake up the next morning okay to be sure like my partner hates it when I spend the night because it just is sweaty and none of us sleep uh, for various reasons. <laughs> That's the thing is sometimes you don't get a good night's sleep. And so you just wake up the next morning and you're like, fuck, you're still here. It's like when you have a sleepover as a kid and you wake up and your friend's still there and you're like, when's your mom getting you? <laughs> <laughs> I never had sleepovers growing up. So I think that's oh. why I like it now. Oh, okay. It's like adult sleepovers. You're making up for time. Yeah, sexy sleepovers. And last but not least, we'll be talking about the apps. Ugh, infamous. I use them a lot. They're 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 my lifeblood. The last time I had it was in 2016. It was pre Donald Trump. Wait, didn't we match on Tinder? We did match on Tinder <laughs> like multiple times. Hello. <laughs> and Chris is always the first one to message me, right? He... Was, this, was this before or after you guys knew each other? Both? I think both. <laughs> wow. There I was potential that. there. <laughs> we could have been lovers, everybody. <laughs> Instead, we're just podcast hosts. It's good enough for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's all the benefits I need from Joshua. But, um, yeah, I remember we like would match on Tinder. But anyways, I also use the other. I also use Grindr. I used Jacked at one point. Not so much anymore. At one point, I used OkCupid. OkCupid I've used before. I. It's weird. It is weird. I don't like it. I I want to like it, but the demographic is wrong. I completely agree. I, I think I'll like it probably five years from now. Yeah, exactly. When if I have I, a stable job. When I'm 30, I will love OkCupid, but mm-hmm. for the time being, I hate it. Would Why? you ever do, like, Match.com? No. no. That's for heteros, I feel like. <laughs> Match.com, just for heteros. <laughs> you heard it here first. Um, wait, so, but you've never done Grinder. Like, that's the most infamous one. No, I have... I've been the shadows on the corner, and I've never updated my bio. I've never had, like, the fun, cute username. It's like... So you're that discreet hoe. No. I've never had a bio. I just... I haven't even lurked. The closest I ever had, I completed my... I completed the registration. I had the app installed. I scrolled for a minute. Then I got scared. Then I (laughs) logged out, deleted my app. (laughs) Oh, my God. What scared you? I just... When I was in high school, I have I have this friend who, when we were in high school, was kind of my gay guru. He warned me against the perils of using Grindr, like a after-school special. So I think that has just translated over to oh. my time here. 
That's so fucking sad. I love it. I mean, as Sona is socially awkward in real life, and if you try to flirt with me, I'll probably have a panic attack. Grinder's really efficient for me to just be like, yo. <laughs> Pump it and dump it. <laughs> and, like, it's very straight to the point, and I like that. Like, I'm someone that I don't fluff shit up. Like, just do it, you know? Like, I love it. Just give me the deets. And so it just does that for me. Have you ever gone on a date through Grinder? Yeah. That's where most of them are from. Like, Grinder, it goes Grinder than Tinder. Those are my really? Main, those are my, my writer dies. But Grinder's like, where I get most of my results from. <laughs> Grinder, the most effective app it nine is. out of ten doctors <laughs> endorse grinder doctors hate her <laughs> <laughs> honestly it's so bomb like i i fucking love it like i've had probably one or two dates from real life interaction everything else and i've had many dates are from grinder i've never had grinder dates well it's just i've never had the app and tinder dates tinder dates feel explicitly datey which i kind of like i like the long-term feel for it i'm I'm, i date for the long haul so when you're messaging people on tinder do you not get nasty no oh decidedly not okay if if we were to have messaged each other before we knew each other would you have messaged me nasty i mean i don't start off nasty i just get there like i i do this thing where like i don't i usually don't explicitly say it but i steer the conversation that way slowly so give us an example like Um, let's role play here oh my god (laughs) hey (laughs) Hey. What's up? Nothing much. You? Just chilling. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. In bed, I just shower. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I would just find a way to get it there by being like, oh, what are you into? Like, are you on here for dates or hookups? And then you'd be like, oh, dates. And I'd be like, oh, I'm here for both. And then I would try and see what you're down for. But I only go as far as the person wants to. You know what I mean? Okay, so it's consensual, sexy talk. I hope. I'm not one of those people that's just like, dick pic, boom. (laughs) Yeah, so I just go as far as they want. But it just sounds like, I don't know. We just have different modes of using these things, I guess. Yeah, and I think Grindr and Tinder are very good for different people. Different strokes for different folks. I I guess that we just don't belong on the same app domain. I'm sorry. But maybe we'll match again in another life, Joshua Bote. You already have. (laughs) Thank you for listening to our first ever Hard and Soft short. That's it, folks. We're going to be back every week with one of these. So please subscribe for this exclusive content. Rare me. (laughs) Dank as fuck, Pepe's. (laughs) No, Pepe's. Why? I love him. Even though he was co-opted by Nazis. That's why. Uh, subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Casts, wherever else you get podcasts. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes. That means the world to us. And follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at, at Hard and Soft Pod. This is a Daily Californian podcast. We were produced today by Ashley Grace Foe, Michelle Lee, Charmaine Chong, Nathaniel Mahold, other staff members include Jay Dong and Haruka Sanjusi. Love you, bye. <laughs>